0: A Christian teacher who was punished for refusing to use so-called preferred pronouns wins a major victory. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is a Kansas teacher who filed a lawsuit after being punished for refusing to use a student's preferred pronouns. Now this teacher will receive $95,000 in settlement, bringing her legal challenge to a successful conclusion. This case goes back to where this teacher, Pamela McCard, who taught math at Fort Riley Middle School, and she was told that you need to use the preferred pronoun of students. And she said, no, I can't lie. That would be a lie for me to refer, for example, to a female as a male, a male as a female, or a combination of both, or none at all. This particular uh, situation is happening across the country, Holly. And frankly, it is a clear violation of the First Amendment right to freedom of speech because this is government-controlled speech where the government is telling teachers or staff members that they have to lie, and here's the message that you have to lie about. And that is whatever somebody prefers, that is how you refer to them, whether it's a male, female, female, male, combination of both, combination of neither, whatever it might be. It's absolutely absurd. So this is, I think, one of the first cases, and hopefully there's going to be many more. If you have teachers, you know someone that's facing this across the country, and a lot of these schools are rolling out these policies. Let us know. Give us a call at Liberty Council 407-875-1776, or email us at liberty at lc.org.
1: You know, I'd say good for her. This Pamela Ricard, she's a Christian and she felt it violated her religious beliefs to start using male pronouns for female students. And, you know, this is what it takes. Start going to court and filing a lawsuit saying, you cannot force me. It's just like, you know, we represented... A teacher a couple of years ago, they were trying to force him to allow a female in the male locker room. And he said, no, I can't do that. I won't supervise her. That's against my faith. And that's just common sense. We can't have a female in the male locker room. And so teachers have to start speaking up and pushing back and saying, no, you can't force me to do this.
0: Well, this is a 58-year-old math teacher, uh, Ricard. She was told that uh, she was going to be suspended for three days in 2021 for not using a so-called transgender student's preferred pronoun. For not
1: lying. They yeah. a suspender for lying. A teacher.
0: So after she had been told that this student no longer identifies as female the teacher reportedly called the student miss and included the student's last name to avoid the usage of the student's preferred last name
1: but what is the name on the student's records on the birth certificate that's what the teacher will use
0: yeah well (laughs) she then asked to uh, when she was called in she asked for a religious exemption she was reportedly denied and feared that she would face additional penalties unless she complied, that she filed a lawsuit seeking damages for her disciplinary record to be cleared of any infractions. And she argued that this obviously violated not only the free speech, but also free exercise of religion.
1: And, you know, we just did a previous program talking about this whole pushing these children toward this, trying to force teachers to affirm students' different gender than what they really are that's part of it
0: well you know i was watching something that um somebody posted and it was this girl with heavy makeup and she was trying to explain and this was her view she wasn't mocking how to refer to some of her friends one of who identifies as a frog and one of hers who identifies as a bug
1: a frog and a bug
0: Do you think that this is extreme and certainly it is and it's a mental condition at that stage. But there are people out there that actually have done plastic surgery to make themselves look like a lizard. They've cut off their ears. I've
1: seen a doll. They've done tattoos
0: yeah. uh, on their face so that they have like scales, so mm-hmm. that they look scaly. Uh, and they've done other kinds of things to their body as well.
1: That's so sad.
0: That is not normal. Right. That is not normal. And it is not normal to say that you want to pretend to be the opposite sex. There are times in people's lives, particularly young boys or girls, where they go, grow up at certain ages and they may have questions about, do they fit in better with boys? Do they fit in better with girls? There is nothing abnormal about that growing up time frame. Uh, but when you then inject into that person's mind that that's normal and that they can just simply identify with the opposite sex. For example, you may have girls who grow up and they would be what some people used to call more tomboys. Oh, right, where they
1: love sports, they love playing love sports. Outside. They love to go out and play Nothing softball with, with the guys,
0: the boys. Um, they love to do other things. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, they love to dress in jeans as opposed to dresses right. and so forth, like that. that or you might play have with a boy. dolls, for example. So yeah. there's different kinds of things they go through. But if you, and then they grow out of that.
1: Right. You might have a boy who's more nurturing, and but it doesn't mean he wants to be a girl. He's just going to be a great dad one day. You know, day.
0: eighty to ninety percent of children who go through this gender confusion like that. They grow out of it naturally without any counseling intervention. If, however, the public schools or the school system actually then starts to inject into their mind that you can identify as whatever you want to be. And in fact, even if they start to plant that information in your mind, because they do it now as young as kindergarten, that you don't have to choose right now who you are. You can choose your gender, like you choose your hair color or your future profession. And you can change your hair color later, you can change or select your, your profession later, or you can think of it now. The fact is when they start to implant those things in their minds and then you want to be identified by an opposite sex pronoun, and it could be, you know, it's not just as easy as a female wanting to be called he or a male wanting to be called she it can be somebody who wants to be called you could have in your classroom of 30 kids multiple different pronouns you can have the he's that are he's and the she's that are she's but you can also have exactly the opposite you can have the she's that are they's or the the boys that are something else where they want a different pronoun that's a combined gender of female and male.
1: Boy, that's confusing. And you want another one that
0: has, they don't want to be any gender at all, that they're genderless. Believe it or not, as bizarre as all this sounds, that is just the tip of the iceberg.
1: Right. And, you know, I, I commend this teacher who goes in. And she knows that her job is to teach students how to read and write, about teach them about math, about geography, about social studies. Instead of pushing this illusion on her children, I commend her for doing that. And more teachers need to stand up as well.
0: Years ago, uh, Anita, with when this was coming out, she created a little poem about wanting to marry a fig tree wanting to marry a tree. And somebody came, gave an email and it was like, oh, that's just ridiculous and it's sarcastic and so forth. Well, that same week, believe it or not, there was an article that came out of a person in India that wants to marry a tree. And there are people who identify with a tree, and they literally want to marry it. So this was not something that just she just pulled out of the blue, but she made this crazy little poem about it to mock it. Mm-hmm. And and you think where is all this going? Where does all this ultimately end up? It ends up in absolute chaos. It is complete rebellion against the Creator who created us, male and female. You know, like it or not, um, I kind of like the how God created us. <laughs> he created us with male or female. It's not like 55 different genders or however many they want to add to this. Right. He knows best. He knows best. Right. And this is an ultimate rebellion against that. And who is going to be the target? People of faith. And I'm so glad that this teacher stood up to this insanity.
1: And our children. Our children are the targets, too. I mean, now they've got them wandering around thinking they're bugs or something.
0: The children are, in fact, the target of this because it does not help someone who's going through this confusion or mental distress or mental cloudiness to actually affirm as though they are normal and everyone else needs to comply. That does no good and in fact it does significant harm for sure. For more information go to Liberty Council's website. This is why we fight for counselors and clients to be able to have the freedom to choose the client and the counseling course that they ultimately decide to overcome these unwanted confusion and gender identity situations. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.